Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm joined with Danny on top of me, and Tyler is on the bottom. It is a bit of a three-way action today. We are doing a 12-team path PPR mock draft from the sixth overall spot right in the middle. The roster positions are one quarterback, two running backs, two wideouts, a tight end flex, kicker, and defense, even though those shouldn't be there. We always do that because, you know, everyone else plays a kicker and defense, and six bench spots what are your guys thoughts before we get into this here sounds good ready to go i mean danny football 59 on twitter and i'm uh assuming nick's gonna link my channel in the description it's down there unlike some other channels uh tyler moss uh nfl on the hunt to 70 followers guys we're 13 away so big big chase here we're we're on the long stretch it's the closing stretch though we're swinging for for 70 don't you have to reach 60 to get to 70 first hey hey i I (laughs) goals okay i'm a winner all right all right, that's on the road to 400 still. Yeah. All right, let's just get into this fucking video. Who cares how many Twitter followers you have, man? You're, you're don't hit not now. The fucking new draft experience is garbage. garbage. Fantasypros.com. I'm sorry to tell you. So right now off the board at the 101 was Christian McCaffrey, then Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook, and Michael Thomas. Pretty fucking typical. I mean, yeah. nothing really out of the ordinary there. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty typical here. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on this pick? I mean, single quarterback league. I would prefer to grab the running back in Kamara here, but I just want to know what you guys got to think, guys say about it. I'm interested in Mixon here. Uh, I don't know. I, I've been going back and forth in my mind uh, who I value a little bit more, Mixon or or Alvin Kamara. Um, I don't have Henry that high. I would have Henry probably Agreed. a little bit under Mixon, yeah. which I think we mostly all agree upon. A little preview for uh, the next video that will be coming out. But, uh, yeah, for yeah, sure. No, I, uh, you can go, Danny. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say uh, – I, I like Kamara a ton here. I mean, he missed a few games last year, but in points per game, he finished uh, – sorry, overall, he finished as the RB9. I'm not, I got to look into what his points per game was, but he finished RB9. I mean, he was banged up most of the majority of the season in general. Uh, I'm just looking at him. I mean, he's getting his quarterback back. Uh, he still, still should get, be getting the targets he's used to. I mean, 81 catches the past three years. Uh, RB9 seems like his absolute low point. And I feel like he has a legitimate top four upside. So getting him at the sixth overall pick here, RB5 off the board, I mean, I think that's a tremendous value. Yeah, honestly, I'm kind of with Tyler here as well. I like Mixon as well. They're very close to me. I think I'd slightly lean Kamara here, but it's very close to me. It's like splitting hairs. I mean, if you're doing two drafts and one you pick Kamara, the other one you pick Mixon, because to me, they're super similar. I mean, Mixon really depends on if Burrow is as good as we think he is. I mean, Kamara is probably the much safer option, considering you know what's around him. So I'd probably go Kamara here, but it's very close. I mean, we've seen it from Kamara in the past. I mean, he's been a top four running back the past two years before this like last year uh whereas like Mixon, like again like i still think he's supremely talented the situation to be better but uh he just gives me more pause and i mean if i'm in the first round here middle of the first round at six overall pick i want to just secure the safe floor with still top four upside so that's why i leave kamara i mean again i love Mixon. he's still uh a definite guy i'm targeting in drafts just at this particular point i would personally prefer kamara yeah, I think we're going to go with Kamara here, but none of us are on Henry at all. And I don't think – would any of you guys want to pick a wide receiver at six? Because after Michael Thomas, I would just say, fuck it, you just go running back. Yeah, I agree with that. I take uh, well, running back. Okay, so I would definitely take Mixon. If I was, if I was sitting at the nine, uh, my picks, I'd definitely jump over Henry and i grab DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins, uh, while being looked at as the wide receiver too, has still incredible value. Now, I think he's on a much better offensive system for him. Uh, I think he's going to do some damage here in, in fantasy this year, but not not this pick. Yeah, I, I think we go. I think we go with Kamara here, even though I do like Mixon as well, just like Tyler said. But yeah, I, like I think Kamara's the pick here. I like it. 
All right, so can you click on the uh, the draft board thing at the bottom of the screen? It says, like, yeah, yeah. next GC, it says draft board. Okay, so it's easier to read. So after we went with Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones came out the board, followed by Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, wow. Joe Mixon, Derek, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Todd Gurley, Devin Singletary, Julio Jones, Leonard Fournette. Now, this first and second round, this has been an absolute shit show. So first we have to talk about the fact that this asshat over here, it's a fake person. <laughs> no but pun fuck intended. the computer, you dumbass. Kenyon Drake at the 106, 7, 8, the 109. That is crazy. His team is Kenyon Drake and Devil Singletary after two rounds. What is he doing there? I have no idea. That guy wears a fucking helmet to ride the bus. So I don't understand I mean, this. I mean, no punt intended. The only punt that's happening is he's punting the season away with those two picks. Yeah, that makes no sense. I love Kenyon Drake, but not in the first round. In like the late second early third is where you probably are going to want to get him. Devin Singletary as well makes zero sense. Devin Singletary is a guy that we may talk about could potentially be a bust, to be honest with you. And in the second round, that's way too high. Uh, Tyler, you got anything on those guys? Yeah, this kid punted himself in the nuts here with this with this draft. Where, I mean, this is, a, this is a fucking mess. What a disgrace. This kid's crying home to his uh, to his mom after this game. Obviously worse than the league. You'll probably, probably draft uh, probably about John Ross for the next pick. No okay. understanding of value. Okay, so right here we are at the 207 right here. We're looking at there's some wide receivers available. All the tight ends are available. All the quarterbacks are available. But obviously we're not going to look quarterback or tight end here. This isn't one of those experimental videos where you pick a quarterback in the second round and then you hate your team at the end of the draft. So right here I think we're looking running back or wide receiver, yeah. correct? I was going to say for me personally here, it would come down to three specific options. It would come down to Chris Godwin, Josh Jacobs, or if you want to think about it, uh, I'm looking at Austin Eckler as well. I mean, one of those three guys I'd be perfectly fine with taking here, but what do you guys think about that? No, I completely agree. Out of the running backs, Jacobs and Eckler are very close, and Godwin is by far and ahead over these other guys. So the other guys available 100%. at the wide receiver position, it's like Godwin, then his teammate Evans, Cooper, Galladay. There's kind of really a tear break right after Chris Godwin, at least to me. So if you want to go wide receiver here, you'd go Godwin. If not, I think I like Jacobs slightly better than Eckler, but I debate back and forth every single video. I mean, with Jacobs, you know, yeah, your touch, your touch floor, you're going to get with him. Whereas Eckler, you don't know specifically because we haven't really seen him like operate as a lead back. Like he's always been in tandem with Melvin Gordon. We haven't seen him get over 200 carries in a season. I mean, we saw the four last year in terms of his catching ability. He caught 92 catches. Uh, but again, he, his quarterback left in the off season. We don't know his true ability as a pure workhorse yet. Even though I love the guy. I mean, I'm looking at Jacobs here. I mean, he's coming off of his rookie season. Uh, really snapped, really had a good season. Uh, I would have a hard time passing Jacobs here, personally, but uh, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, Tyler, what do you think here? I like Godwin. I mean, it hurts. I, I'm a I'm a pusher of drafting two running backs early. I think this pick, the reason we went for it, is kind of weird sitting here right at the six. Uh, I like Godwin, though. I mean, I feel like he's fallen to, to a point where I feel incredibly comfortable at taking him here. Um, I don't know. Josh Jacobs kind of concerns me. Uh, just on just on a, a volume, and obviously the the injury was well. Not that I think that'll hold him back. I just would rather take Godwin here. I think Godwin probably is the most bene- probably the highest beneficiary of Brady going to to Tampa. For so, sure. I mean, he's the slot yeah. receiver there. Brady really lo- relies on his slot receivers uh, in the past. So I love Godwin. I mean, I think he's the clear tier breakout receiver here. I just the way I look at it, the way I want to construct my team as a I believe Josh Jacobs is going to be a workhorse. And if I'm able to grab two workhorses in the first two rounds, I feel like the value at receiver, like I could still get a guy like DJ Moore or Kenny Galladay, uh, Allen Robinson, Corlin Sutton. 
in the ensuing rounds. So I would prefer anchoring my team with these two running backs and be able to, you know, tack on the receivers afterwards. But I mean, adding a guy like Godwin, I mean, he's going to be a top six receiver next year. I mean, Brady loves his slot receivers. Uh, Godwin came off a 1300 yard season just last season. I mean, he was fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. anybody who Here- watched Bucks game, he was, uh, he was all over the field. So. Yeah, here, can you scroll down for the running backs real quick? Because yeah. I want to see which running backs are available after. So we got Jacobs, Eckler, then Sanders, Carson, Bell, uh, Ingram, guys like that. So I'm going to be honest with you. I think I would go Jacobs here as well just I because too. I don't trust the breakoff from here. So we're picking here at the 207. We don't pick again for 12 picks. So where, like, the running back you can get, you might end up with Lev Bell as your RB2. And, I mean, I like Le'Veon Bell, but I don't feel super confident with him being my two. I'd rather him be my flex. If I'm thinking about it, so I'd probably go Jacobs here, but I could see why you'd want to go Godwin. Godwin is by far the best wide receiver there. Easily. Easily. By far. But Jacobs, the fall off from Jacobs to a guy like Melvin Gordon to me, which could be potentially who we would have to pick, is too big not to pick Jacobs. Yeah, I agree with that fully. I mean, uh, looking even at the past picks, I mean, Devin Singletary went at the beginning of the second round. Like, I don't know how the heck the computer just <laughs> sim that. I mean, there's something going, going on there, but, uh, you know, they took Kenyon Drake in the first and Singletary in the second, and they were the two lowest-ranked running backs on the board that were taken so far. So I don't know what that computer team's doing. But, again, like I agree with Jacobs. Uh, lock down your two running backs, fill out the receivers later on. Uh, I think he's the pick here. Yeah. Tyler, are you okay with us taking Jacobs here? I'm not going to cry about it. I, I think the value you get a wide receiver later on, it, 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 it is well – covered to to make up not going with uh, Godwin here uh, I think Jacobs is a smart pick again I, like I said running back running back is is my key draft strategy in every single draft I run sometimes the value is just there that I can't that I can't deny and, and I go with the wide receiver but I, I would be okay drafting Jacobs here okay yeah go go with Las Vegas Raider Josh Jacobs so then click click on the draft board again so I can read it real quick oh yeah yeah Okay, so after we went with Joshua Jacobs, Chris Godwin obviously went right after, followed by Austin Eckler, Travis Kelsey, Kenny Galladay, George Kittle, Amari Cooper, Lamar Jackson, Mike Evans, Odell Beckham Jr., Miles Sanders. The pick I want to talk about here real quick, Mike Evans has really fallen. He was a guy that you were seeing in the second round in a lot of mocks, and now with Brady joining, he falls all the way to the third round. And obviously Kelsey and Kittle go in the second round, which is typically where you're going to see those two guys. Do you guys think that, Kittle is much better than Kelsey or like the reverse or because I have Kelsey above Kittle. I mean, in terms of a redraft, I mean, they're very comparable. Now you get into dynasty. It's a whole different ballpark. Uh, Kelsey's a 30 year old, whereas Kittle's 25 years old. So there's a clear tier break there. But in terms of redraft, I mean, they're both going to produce over a thousand yards. They're both key integral parts of their offense. Uh, I mean, obviously Kelsey has a quarterback advantage. Well, Kittle will probably have the target advantage simply because they have Debo Samuel, him and nothing else. So, I mean, they're very comparable, and I think their value there at the end of the second round is very justifiable. Okay. Now, what do you guys think about taking Lamar Jackson in the third round? Would you ever think about doing that? Because I would never. Now, the value is there, particularly. I wouldn't be able to personally do it, but I can see if a team grabs a running back, grabs a receiver in the first two rounds, and they feel comfortable doing it. Okay, go ahead. But in my personal strategy, I prefer waiting on my quarterback, especially in a one-quarterback league, so, uh, simply because the, the positional advantage you get at other positions early in a draft just trump the ones you get at quarterback. Like, for example, Lamar Jackson's season last year was so special. Like, he's quarterback one, most, score, most fantasy points of all time. Yet, Christian McCaffrey 
between him and the uh, the RB2 had a bigger differential than Lamar Jackson and the quarterback too. Mm-hmm. So that just shows you, like, even with the best season of all time, the running back positional advantage there, like, grabbing a guy like McCaffrey is still going to trump it. So, I mean, I, I love Lamar as a player. I think he's easily a top-two option for for next year for Dynasty. I mean, any way you look at it. Uh, but personally here at the 302, I mean, I, I would have much rather have a guy like Miles Sanders or – I mean, we're looking at him on the board. I would really love DJ Moore here. Uh, one of those options I would prefer to grab in my own personal roster construction. I'd tell you, it, it kind of hurt me uh, seeing Miles Sanders go right to pick before us. That was, I would just have pushed him really, really hard. Uh, obviously, we're sitting here with DJ Moore. Uh, I love that pick. He's the uh, pick for me. Case I do want to make just, just for fun. Um, I think the wide receiver class is unusually deep uh, into a point of my comfortability of taking some of the guys lower end. Um, you know, say we get, can you scroll down the wide receivers real quick? Yeah. There we get oh, like AJ Brown or, you know, Spawn Diggs, Calvin Ridley uh, as our, as our wide receiver one, I'd be very comfortable, which is why I'm making the case right now. Why, why don't we go Mark Andrews? Uh, get, get a sure lock tight end. My tight end class goes Kelsey Kittle, and then it goes, well, Kittle Kelsey, and then it goes Mark Andrews. And then, then it just drops to a point where I'm, I'm not even comfortable starting whoever else uh, every single week, even with Ertz, too, uh, Goddard being there. So I really like Andrews as just a plug-in and just not mess with and unless, you know, his bye weeks around. Mark Andrews is a very interesting pick here, even though DJ Moore is an elite receiver. For me personally, I would go more, but I do like the Andrews uh, mentioned simply because I think he's worth mentioning at the middle of the second round here, or third round here. Now, my thing is there's so many deeper tight ends that I love this year. Like, if we scroll down, I mean, I love the potential of a guy like Noah Fant, uh, TJ Hawkinson, Mike Kosicki. I love their potentials. And especially, you could even stack a couple of them at the end of your drafts. And, like, if one of them booms, which is likely to happen, uh, you lock one of them down. So, I mean, you see a lot of fantasy analysts. I mean, Bush has said this in the past. Oh, don't draft more than one tight end. Don't draft more than one quarterback. Now, if you're waiting on those positions, I am more than fine taking chances at the end of my draft and taking shots at these high upside players because it's more likely like for example last year say you took a bunch of chances at tight end you took a stab at mark andrews you took a stab at darren waller or two years ago you took a stab at george kittle like there are guys that pay off at the end of your drafts that you could see the upside situation before the season and it comes to fruition so for me i'm looking at it i mean i i would much rather prefer uh taking a guy like dj moore who i know is going to be a top 10 wide receiver upgrade a quarterback this year uh in general he was just so consistent when on the field last year um i i just would prefer to lock that down as opposed to taking my 10 in this early because of my comfort level with a guy like fan or a guy like hawkinson so that's my my, take my opinion is just i feel like we can get uh, a lock tight end and still get very, very good receivers later uh, in the next, maybe stack in the next rounds. Um, and I feel a lot more comfortable with that than, than having to worry about, you know, swinging and, and missing on and all the other tight ends down in the class. That's, that's just my overall. Yeah, I could see where you're coming from for sure. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we should do a video one time where we draft a tight end early and see what happens. But if I was drafting personally, if this was like a real draft, I would 100% take DJ Moore just because I think later in the draft, you can take a stab at tight end, but I think Mark Andrews is by far the third tight end. Easily. Like Tyler said, there's no way anyone is even coming close to him in my eye. It's a huge drop between Andrews and a guy like Waller or Ertz, 100%. But I think oh, – you can go. Sorry. sorry. I was going to say, for me, Andrews is closer to the top two tier than he is to any other tight end listed there. Yeah, 100%. That's the way I view it there. 
Yeah, the, the only problem with drafting a tight end early, which I typically find, is say we go tight end, then we go two wide receivers, then my third running back, I fucking hate. That's typically the problem. You can just go one wide receiver, go running back again, you can go one of the rookies, and then you can go back to the wide receiver. That's, a, that's just how deep I think the class is, that you can get away yeah. with doing that and feel very, very comfortable uh, getting wide receivers late. You always go wide receivers late. Finding running backs late is hard. Finding good tight ends late is hard. You get wide receivers late. That's kind of what you lean on towards the back end of your drafts. I think. Uh, you mentioned that uh, finding tight ends late is hard, but I feel like tight end is the easiest predictive position to uh, predict the breakout, basically. Because you look at it, you look at the snap percentages that they're going to be getting, they're projected to get, their target shares and their general offenses. That's why I look at a guy like Fan. I mean, there's one alpha receiver there in Cortland Sutton. And they're bringing in Pat Shermer, who runs 65% of his plays as passes. So there's going to be volume to go around there. I think Fant is a dynamic talent. And how many second-year breakouts at tight end do you, do you see? You, see, you saw with Kittle. You saw with Andrews. I mean, it happens all the time. And I, I look at a guy like Fant, I just think he's got the first-round draft capital. He's got the athletic ability. He showed flashes at the end of last season. I mean, he is by far my sleeper at tight end this year. I mean, we're, we're probably going to make a video specifically on him. But, I mean, he's listed at 11 there. He might honestly crack my top six once I finalize my rankings. That's how bullish I am on them. Yeah, I mean, for, like, years, you could literally draft Jared Cook when he was on – not on the Saints, but when he was on Oakland. He was good for, like, two years in a row, and he was just falling down there in drafts. I agree that you could probably – you can find a good tight end – Late, same thing with quarterback. So I think I would just go with DJ Moore here. We've outvoted Tyler again, survivor style. Tyler just got fucked yet again. Yeah. We're going DJ Moore, okay. but <laughs> I, I don't hate the pick of, of Mark oh, Andrews. I, I love Andrews as a player. I mean, again, I told you, uh, he was my sleeper tight end last year. Every round nine, round 10, I was picking him up on my teams. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at it. He's got a young dynamic quarterback and an evolving offense. He's going to be a key figure. And he even outperformed my expectations just as Kittle did the year before. So I'm really I don't want to like round myself up, but I'm really good at like pinpointing these tight end breakouts and that's my guy this year. So we'll see how that comes. But yeah, no, I love DJ Moore here. I mean, again, he's just a great receiver. I mean, there's not yeah. really much else to say. Let's just take him. <laughs> yeah. Let's just take him. So after we went with, go to the draft board again, after yeah, yeah, we went sir. with Mr. D J Moore, Chris Godwin came off the board, not Chris Godwin, Chris Carson followed by AJ Brown, Damian Williams, Mark Ingram, Patrick Mahomes, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Parker, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, and Austin Hooper. Now, I think that Fantasy Pros right now has been drinking a little bit. Damien, this motherfucker's team, I've never seen a worse (laughs) team in my life. Kenyon Drake, Devin Singletary, Damien Williams, Cortland Sutton. I would sooner shoot myself than try to show my friends that this is the team I have. You would, that's embarrassing. You, your cock. If you it goes down to like half a centimeter, if you show up to a draft looking like this, this is embarrassing. If I don't understand it at all, the, I don't know. Arguably, the best player on his team was his last pick. Cortland Sutton is a potentially a top twelve wide receiver. So, I mean, Pat, Pat Mahomes and Lamar both going in the third round is going to be something very typical. You see, I would not be surprised if in your guys like at home league, obviously not us because we play with like some more sharper kind of people. But, like, if you're playing with your friends at home, some of them are a bunch of dumbasses. Even my friends, they watch all my videos, and they still end up with a garbage-ass team. So I don't understand it because they watch every video. It just goes through one year out the other. But There's going to be a lot of home leagues who's taking Lamar Jackson in the top ten. You know it's going to happen. He might be taking the first pick in your at-home. If you're playing with your family, they know everyone knows who Lamar Jackson is. He might be a top-five pick. So I can see it. 
So Austin Hooper in the fourth round as well makes no sense, but Tyler, you can oh, go. Yeah. Yeah. No justice for Mark Andrew. Why the hell is he in the fourth round? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a steal for a team who kind of does not look good at all because they're going to <laughs> the mess for that team. Damn, that's a steal in the fourth round. Mark Andrews, if he's not tailing behind Ertz and, and Kelsey, uh, Kelsey and uh, Kittle, see, I'm so used to doing that. Kelsey and Kittle, if he's not trailing behind those guys, uh, you got to sweep, you got to swipe him up. If you have trades in your drafts and you see Mark Andrews has a value like that in the fourth round, you better go trade for that. I'm game. seeing Mark Andrews' face. I'm swiping right like it's on Tinder. Yeah. So let's go on to the figure out who the fuck to pick here. I was just going to say, uh, they, they don't like running backs, eh? This team, Cootie Pies. They just don't like running backs at all. Yeah. No, well, running back zero, the only time you ever see it work is where this person is picking, though. Yeah. Running back like, zero works at the back of the draft, but I would never do that. You got to hit on your running backs late in the draft. You got to hit on your fucking random high upside guys who you just pick out, like your Raheem Mostert or your, I don't know. Uh, well, I, would say, I would say Damian Williams, but this guy's going in the mid-third round, apparently. So uh, I'm out of it. <laughs> All right, uh, so right now through three rounds, we have – who do we got on our team? We got uh, – uh, Here, I could check it out. We right got now. Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, and DJ Moore. So we got a solid squad thus far. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. if a guy like Mark Andrews was still here, I would have 100% picked him in the fourth round if he was still sitting here. Oh, 100%. Right now. I mean, the but, value would be insane. Let's but just... right, right now we're looking at running backs and wide receivers. We're not going to fucking pick a quarterback early because it's not one of those experimental videos, like I said. So guys like Melvin Gordon, Marlon Mack, Carrion, James Conner, Dave Montgomery available at running backs. Wide outs, we got Juju, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, Calvin Ridley. So we're going to start here with Tyler. Where do you think we go here? Calvin Ridley. Uh, I like the offense. I, I like the, the aim for, for wide receivers. I, I like that they're just going to keep pounding uh, passing attack. And, and I don't really think Gurley's going to be as, as big of a threat there. Well, again, peaking another video later. Um, I really like Ridley right now. Uh, I think he has a lot of value in drafts, and I think him right around here is very good. Obviously, I don't really like the running backs who are sitting up here. I have some kind of attachment to carry on Johnson that I will never be able to explain. So um, do I. I've tried to push away from him. I really like Calvin Ridley here. I, I, I struggle to get around Diggs uh, yet in Buffalo. I kind of want to see this situation. I'm happen there. And Cup, I think, is on the decline, and not because of him and his talent, but Woods. that awful offense is just slowly going to start declining. No O-line. Their running back situation is a joke. They have no money to spend on anywhere, so that and offense the, is declining. I was also going to mention, I mean, like, the, you saw with the emergence of Woods down the stretch. That's why I said Woods. You saw with the emergence of Woods down the, down the stretch, uh, Cooper Cup was struggling down the season. I mean, once Woods started really taking over the offense, who – my opinion, I like. I'll, I'll talk about it in a later video. I just love Woods this year as well. But uh, I, I honestly think Woods is going to be the alpha in that offense. Personally, uh, now you were mentioning uh, Calvin Ridley. I really love Calvin Ridley as well. But the guy I'm looking at in specific here has got to be Juju Smith-Schuster. That, that's what I was going to say. Even though I hate him, I legitimately hate Juju Smith-Schuster because I didn't pick him at all last year. But I saw the disgust in people's faces when three weeks in their ass was just spread apart. Like they were on one of those other tubes, you know, not YouTube, the opposite tube. So Juju Smith-Schuster, I like him. I I would pick him here, but I also, I love Ridley, but I think Ridley will fall to us in the fifth round. If I'm being honest. I agree. Uh, I mean, I just look at Juju. I mean, he, there's no getting around it. His, his season last year was just pathetic, like plain and simple, but you can't blame it on him. I mean, he had a ton of injuries. He was playing with freaking deflated head Mason Rudolph for most of the season. And if, if not him, then Duck Hodges. 
I, mean, I just almost as deflated as the another Mason we know. So, uh, um, I'm just looking at it. a young 23 year old wide receiver. He's getting his quarterback back. The year year before they really showed a really good rapport. He's coming off what 1,400 yards the year before with mm-hmm. uh, Ben Roethlisberger healthy. I mean, to yeah. me, he has the potential to pay off easily as a top 10 receiver. I mean, the upside is there. Getting him as wide receiver 1680p, I think, is a good value for him. Uh, Am I the only one who likes Thielen? I love him. I love him so much. I, I would take Juju and Ridley over Thielen, but I, I'm hooked on a Thielen, as those people like to say. I'm so, so I, I'm not a Thielen fan. Turnaround. Okay. My turnaround was hopefully that I would, we would be able to go Ridley and then get Thielen because, gosh, Thielen, Thielen went from an offense with digs where he was highly productive to an offense with no digs where, I mean, shit, where are these targets going to go? Obviously, they're going to run the ball all the fucking time, but they've got to pass eventually. Adam Thielen's getting everything, so I love him as a fit right now. I, I would prefer Woods, personally, to Thielen. And if I'm looking here... Uh, it's close between Woods and Thielen, I mean, to me, but I like Thielen more. I like, I like Gallup. Gallup, too, is at 31 right here. I would take no. Gallup as a top oh. 20. You're crazy if you would take Gallup over Boyd. I wouldn't take crazy. Woods over him, not even in a second. I would go Thielen over him that quick. I mean... Woods, no offensive line. The running backs are is just a mess. I don't even believe in Jared Goff like at all. And there's they still have three wide receivers that have to share targets. I, their offense is gonna be miserable this upcoming year. What do you mean? They paid him a hundred million. That means he's good. Oh, God. Oh. I look at right. it though. Jeez. I don't know. You guys can talk about Thielen. I mean, we'll we'll look at it in another video. But we, we don't have to rub Thielen off here. We're gonna we're gonna pick Juju here. I think, even though I like Ridley. We're going to outrule Tyler yet again because there's no way you can't pick Juju in the fourth round. Yeah, we alpha so, him. We just out alpha I mean, this man nine times in a row. So <laughs> after Juju Smith-Schuster went, Cooper Cup followed by Adam Thielen, Melvin Gordon, David Montgomery, a little too early for that. And then JT, Jonathan Taylor at the end of the fourth round. That's amazing value if he gets picked by a team that uses him. Followed by Zach Ertz, Marlon Mack, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, and Darren Waller. Any picks that anyone wants to talk about here? I mean, I would talk about the Jonathan Taylor, but like – if we were taking rookies, obviously he'd be in consideration at our last pick, but I, I just don't think we're really thinking at this point of taking rookies just because they seem like a capo. Like, we could take De- uh, DeAndre Swift here and just say, oh, look how sick our team is, but I feel yeah. like that's a capo because by the, by the end of the draft, these guys are going to go in the second, third round most likely. Yo, I, in all the mock videos, I take Cam Akers in, like, the ninth round, and I don't think that's a cop-out because that might be where he goes. Top six rounds, I think. Yeah, me too. I, I like I like Ertz in a redraft in the fifth round. Like, holy shit! I don't know whoever pumped the Drake's two tight ends. <laughs> whoever, whoever pumped that's an alpha Drake's, move. This, this guy's huffing glue on the sideline. He picks Austin Hooper in the fourth round. Like this kid, this kid's baked off his fucking ass, and he got Zach Ertz falling to uh, Wacko Blacko Flames. Did you? Because I bet you Tyler doesn't even know who Waka Flocka Flame is. I fucking do. Wait, wait, in a recent video, didn't he literally say like, oh, I rapped for the money because I thought I was a, a terrible rapper or something? Yeah, he 100% he called did. himself a terrible rapper. He's like, right, yeah, but, but I did it for the money. I've seen Hannibal Burris and the Eric Andre show. I know who Waka Flocka is. Flocka. All right, let's go and try to figure out who to pick here. I mean, uh, it's a no-brainer. We were talking about it on the last pick. He's still Oh, he's still here. here. Calvin. Calvin Ridley. Am I going to win an argument? Whoa. I mean, there's not an argument all... to win. We all agree on it. 
Calvin Ridley, right there, was the pick 100%. We already Good talked day. about him. I think that he's going to be great in Atlanta this year. I believed in him last year, and he played strong this year. So here, go to the draft board real quick so I can read the names. I know who I'm taking here. Okay, so Where after we went with Mr. Calvin Ridley, our boy Robert Woods came off the board, followed by Carrion Johnson, Terry McLaurin, A.J. Green, fucking bum, Philip Lindsay, D.K. Metcalf, Deshaun Watson, James Conner, T.Y. Hilton, Tyler Higby, Russell Wilson, Julian Edelman? Yikes. What are these people thinking? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm looking at him, top of the board. I think it's a no-brainer for me personally. I love Kyler's upside this year. You're getting another one alpha receiver, second year in the offense under Cliff Kingsbury. And he was a quarterback seven in his rookie season. Uh, and how many times did you see them just flame out on the five-yard line and decide on a fourth and one to kick a field goal? Like, I don't know. It's a, a million times. But I just want to talk about something here. You guys have to understand that I'm talking to the audience, not to you guys, but when you're, when you're doing a draft and Deshaun Watson goes in the sixth round and so does Russell Wilson, you have to understand that that is likely not going to happen in your league. Deshaun late. Watson may get picked in the fourth round or the third round, like near where Pat Mahomes Lamar got picked. Same thing with Russell Wilson. So you have to understand that, that if you wait on quarterback, something also to understand is that people draft two fucking quarterbacks before you even pick one. And you have to realize that, that you're drafting with a bunch of fucking idiots. So you have to draft a quarterback before they pick two. They're not going to pick two in this situation. I like Kyler here as well, but can we look at the other positions as well? I mean, I like Gallup too. I just saw him. Uh, you got Gallup. Uh, I mean, as much as we want to make fun Johnson. of him, he's going to get a workload there. Bill O'Brien just going to absolutely feed him just because he knows, oh shit, people are making fun of me. Let me give him 300 touches. No, I agree with that. David Johnson's the pick here for me. So you really? guys can talk. You guys can talk about the other pick. David Johnson to me is one hundred percent the pick. If he can stay healthy, you saw how good he was. You saw how I mean, good he was. I mean, the way I look at it is if I get I love Kyler. I think he's gonna be end up being my quarterback three, which is gonna say a lot, but I do I, I don't know. I like Hunt uh, as well, but I like Hunt and I like uh I know you guys were mocking me on the mock draft earlier, but Raheem Mostert, I mean, what he showed down the stretch, he's going to be the lead back on a good offense next year in San Fran. Kyle Shanahan schemed him touches at the end of the year. I mean, what he showed me in the at the end of the season and in the playoffs, I personally would be fine not taking one of the backs here and end up getting him on the turnaround. But I just want to hear your thoughts on the whole situation here. Here, wait, real quick. I'd honestly prefer, instead of Mostert, to just wait, like, two more rounds and then just draft Darrell Henderson, to be honest with you. I think that Darrell Henderson and Mostert have, like, a similar amount of upside. But I think Darrell Henderson could end up being, like, a top 20 running back. But I think the thing with Mostert compared to Henderson, in my opinion, is that we've seen it from Mostert, whereas oh, yeah. Henderson is more so hype. Now, I, I agree. Both of them are completely undervalued at this point in, what, the – was this the sixth round? I mean, they're, they're projected to go, what, eighth round? They're going, round like, the eighth here? round. Yeah, which ninth is, round. Which is absurd to me because they got workhorse upside in good offenses, which are uh, projected good offenses. Uh, and we're getting them so late. I mean, we're getting them out. Like, Philip Lindsay's a freaking tandem back going ahead of them. Like, yeah. Here, I, Tyler, let me, let me hear your thoughts real quick. Counting on DJ Chark. I mean, uh, in all realness, like, what, what are we sitting with? We got what, I, I like Chark. but I like Chark I'm more than Gallup. I like Gallup more than him, and I like Boyd more than him. I like Boyd more than Chark, I li- but I don't like Gallup more than Chark. The way I look at it is Gallup's offense is going to be so much better, so much more efficient, and having a, having a guy like Cooper off, uh, like on the other side of him takes so much pressure off. Again, people are, over, like, are underlooking what Gallup did last year. He was a wide receiver 12 in points per game, hit 1,100 yards in 13 games, and playing, like, playing op- opposite of Cooper, he really showed – 
the talent that he naturally has. Now, I look at it in terms of Chark. I mean, do we really know that Minshew's going to perform the way he did last season? Uh, their offense. Be better. I mean, 21 touchdowns, six picks, most efficient rookie quarterback last year. I mean, it's going to be hard. Whereas I know Dak is going to be a stud quarterback. The Cowboys are going to rely on their passing game. I mean, under Kellen Moore, they threw it at such an alarming rate that nobody really even saw coming. And I'm a Cowboys fan. I did not think that our offensive attack would be that dynamic. I mean, Gallup's a guy, like, nobody's talking about him. He's coming off 1,100 yards. He's 24 years old. Uh, fourth season and acclimated in that offense. I mean, I think he's one of the real sleepers overall in fantasy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know you guys prefer Chark and Boyd, but if I'm ordering those three, I'd put Gallup as number one there. All right. I, I'm just wondering, if we agree on picking a wide receiver here, whichever one it is, we don't go wide receiver again for a while, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, you look at it, you got the running back value here. Again, I'm still, I'm still keeping Kyler on the table, even though I know you guys pretty much have written that off. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely agree. If you take a receiver here, focus on your running backs, and then maybe grab quarterback in around this range. So, mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, what are you thinking? What are you thinking here? Yeah, I mean, I still think there's solid wide receivers down in there. Um, I think John Ross is way too low on this. I think if we're going to hype up Tyler Boyd, why not? If we're projecting that Burrow's going to go to the, the Bengals, which most people are, why why not just take the shot on John Ross? Big playability. I think if anyone's going to get to him, Burrow will. Uh, so he's kind of a sleeper down there. Obviously, we're not picking him here, so I don't really think we have to give up. I was going to – sorry, I was going to mention uh, Deontay Johnson just a few picks ahead of him. Uh, is a really underrated player. Now, we have Juju, so it would be less likely we take him. But, I mean, you're getting a guy like Deontay Johnson at ninth, tenth round value, coming off a 700-yard rookie season with absolutely nothing at quarterback. Uh, Big Ben has shown in the past that he's able to carry two receivers to fantasy relevance. I mean, look at Juju, look at AB in the past. I really think he's a sleeper. You get him in the ninth, tenth round. I mean, he's a guy who can instantly step in as your wide receiver, wide receiver three, wide receiver four, and really produce for your team. So, uh, that's just my just my nugget on him. My opinion on this pick, though, I think uh, Kareem Hunt's the go-to. I don't really think Cleveland – I think they will attempt to in the draft address their offensive line. They did add, um, they did add Jack Conklin, uh, Conklin, right tackle. Um, but they, their offensive line still needs so much help. So why don't Agreed. we add that Baker's just going to be pounding dump-offs to uh, PPR, right? So we're Yes, uh, half PPR, but – Yeah, same thoughts. Even if I would still prefer, like, if I'm taking it back, I'd still prefer David Johnson simply because I know exactly the workload I'm getting with him. Whereas Kareem Hunt is kind of undetermined uh, well, how it's going to devy up between him and uh, Nick Chubb. Well, so it's still not great though for Houston. I mean, I don't know. I don't get around David Johnson yet. I, I just yeah, but happen, but. They ran the ball a million times last year. That's that the only high. reasoning with that. And the thing with David John, the thing is right here, Kareem Hunt to me is the, a much safer pick because you, I think, ten points per game, you could see yeah. that happening. David Johnson, I could see him either getting like fifteen points a game or being completely garbage. To me, I don't so, take I'd much rather take consistent points here. We already have, we have two running backs, so we're we're not even dependent on on big games. I think you can comfortably pick Kareem Hunt here. Get that ten point kind of average. I, I'd love that on, on my team. I mean, you know what you're getting from them. You're putting them in the in the flex, so it's a comfortable pick for me. That's fair as well. I mean, uh, you look at Kareem Hunt especially. I mean, he's got standalone value as the receiving back in that offense. And then if anything, like knock on wood, were to ever happen to Nick Chubb, he he's instantly a top seven running back per mm-hmm. week. So I mean, I really like the floor mixed with the ceiling upside here. Uh, ceiling play here. Sorry. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I could totally get on board with Kareem Hunt. What are you thinking, Nick? Yeah, I'm still thinking we go wide receiver, but if we all agree on Hunt, I don't hate the move. I would, I would happily draft Hunt here, but I think the fact that our running backs are so safe would make me want to draft David Johnson. That would be my only argument against Kareem, um, but we can go Kareem here. But our running backs are safe, but they're safe with upside. We took our running backs within the first two rounds. So when you're saying safe, normally you say, okay, they're going to finish as top 20 running backs. No, we got two locked in top yeah. all backs. So getting a guy who in a bye week replacement, for example, or in your flex and Kareem Hunt, who's going to perform as a, a, an RB2 uh, with the upside to be a top five, top seven guy, if anything were to knock on wood, happen to Nick Chubb. I really like the value there. I mean, you mentioned receiver. Now, you, uh, which receiver would you be referring to? Because, I mean, I see three on the board that are really worth the value here. I mean, we, we'll go back and forth on this on for days, which wide receiver we'd pick. I'd pick Boyd, probably. And I think we should probably just go with Hunt because we're never going to be able to agree on a wide receiver. Okay, let's do it. And the wide receiver value, like Tyler said at the beginning, is very good late. So we go Kareem Hunt here. He's obviously not our flex right now because our team so far, we got Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs, DJ Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, Calvin Ridley, and Kareem Hunt. So after we went with Kareem Hunt, Dak came off the board as well as uh, Danny's guy, Kyler, DJ Chark, Evan Ingram, Michael Gallup, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, Josh Allen, Darrell Henderson, Devontae Freeman. So right now, I'm actually kind of regretting not drafting a quarterback, if I'm being honest with you. I agree. I mean, if we could have locked up Kyler there, I mean, we still would have had a really good option. Uh, a running back make it back to us. I mean, I would have been fine taking David Johnson here while of locking while of having locked up Kyler the round before. Now, the way I look at it, I mean, it's clear you got to wait out quarterback at this point because there's absolutely no options there that I would be worth yeah. taking in my opinion. I mean, let's not get into Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'm a drafter that lives and dies by by drafting quarterbacks as late as possible. I'm plenty okay drafting two running backs. That are that I feel are going to get enough touches to be startable options for me by getting David Johnson here and not having to go back to the position for a while, start piling up the wide receivers. I think if David Johnson falls to you after we were just considering maybe taking him over Cream Hunt, I mean this I, this is a gold pick for me. I'm taking it almost immediately. See, the problem with that is I like Debo so much. That's the only other dis, like this difference. I think David Johnson is going to be very good, but Debo here to me, screams that we have to pick him because we just want Kareem Hunt. Now, hypothetically here, if we t- if we took a David Johnson, we could always get a guy like, I don't know, like Will Fuller, uh, Marvin Jones. Uh, I love Marvin Jones. Yeah, one of those guys could probably make it back to us. So I would be com- – like, not confident, but I'd be comfortable uh, if we took David Johnson knowing that a receiver is going to make it back. Now, I mean, we could check the tight ends just so we can kind of get a visual of what tier we're entering at this point. I mean – Got the Henry's, got the Cooks. I mean, I already mentioned I love Fant. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you guys thinking here? Are you thinking David Johnson or you want to go receiver? Or what's up? Yeah, I, I think we just go David Johnson. Yeah, me okay. too. I mean, can I quickly point out, you see Devontae Freeman was taken? Ugh, Who the hell did garbage. that? No, not Devontae Freeman. Darrell Henderson as well, right next to him. I feel like that's a little early for him, but maybe that might just be me. Oh, hey, around, around six, around seven. Uh I mean, the, the guy that I'm thinking could be a sleeper if they don't address their RB position has got to be Malcolm Brown. Because, I mean, we've seen it from Malcolm Brown. Uh, it's most likely going to be a tandem backfield, and you're probably going to get Malcolm Brown at such a discount compared to what you're yeah. going to be getting Darrell Henderson at. I just don't think that Darrell Henderson is a full-time workhorse back. I think he's more so uh, a pass-catching uh, tandem back. 
That's so yeah. that's the way I would view him. Uh, I don't think he's a twenty touch per game guy. And if he's getting fifteen, and a guy like Malcolm Brown's getting ten, and I can get Malcolm Brown at like the thirteenth round as like a throw in, sign me up for that. Yeah, if that's what happens, Malcolm Brown, just like we saw last, he was scoring a bunch of touchdowns. So if that's what happens, then I love that. But I think Darrell Henderson is going to get more touches than you guys think. But I could see a world where he is like 50-50 or 60-40. I feel you. Uh, so we're thinking David Johnson here, Debo, what are you thinking? Yeah, David Johnson at this point. All right, let's do it. Okay, so we went with David Johnson at the 7.06, followed by Jameis Squinston coming off the board. Uh, Debo Samuel, Danny Dimes, Drew Brees, John Brown, Darius Geis, Marvin Jones, uh, Raheem Mostert, and who the hell is that? Antonio Brown? Is Did I just read this correctly? Antonio <laughs> Brown in the eighth round. Motherfucker's not even on a team, bro. I might need to get my eyes checked. Like my Winston. You jump on that. Devontae Freeman was taken before him. I'd take AB over Freeman. <laughs> All right. Darius Slayton, Kirk, Antonio Brown's cousin, Hollywood Brown. So, <laughs> Nick, we wouldn't let him choose AB, and now he's just going to use the <laughs> Business is fucking booming in the eighth round. Double Browns going off here. So that this makes zero oh fucking God. sense. I, you have to have a hole in your head to draft Antonio Brown in the eighth round. I mean, he is actually – Can we go to that team real quick? <laughs> Dude, I hope it's that team that has, like, the garbage team. Is it? <laughs> it is! <laughs> <laughs> No, that team's good. It's the team next to What do you mean that team's no. good? What do you mean that team's good? Who drafts AJ Green and Antonio Brown together? It's old. <laughs> no, it's wide receiver course, AJ Green and Antonio Brown. They got the T.Y. Hilton. They've got the tandem of fucking injury tent. All right, so let's go God. make a pick here. I gotta make a pick here. Uh, bro, we got absolutely Still, We got absolutely bent over on the wide receiver position. Mar- and quarterback. I would have been fine with Christian Kirk, too. Oh, my God. What is going on here? Nine quarterbacks have already been taken. Boy, he's a free team. agent. I know. I said that. Jameis Squinston. All right. So, oh. it's our pick now. We're probably going to still wait on quarterback, at least to me. So, we're going to go wide receiver yeah. here, 100%. I was thinking um, even tight end. What tight ends are still available? Is the same guy? Okay, we can wait around. See, the thing is you could keep waiting. Yeah, we can wait around. Okay, so wide receivers right here we're looking at got at the top of the board is Mike Williams, Will Fuller, uh, Sterling Shepard, Robbie Anderson, Alshon Jeffrey, Emmanuel Sanders. Where are you guys looking here? I'm looking at Will Fuller. I'm just looking at I mean, what else are they going to do? I mean, Deshaun Watson, who else is going to throw the ball to? David Johnson? This is Randall Cobb. We have him. Oh, God. Randall yeah. fucking Cobb, baby. <laughs> Man, Bob's paying him like a fucking wide receiver one I at mean, $9 million a year. How can we take Will Fuller when the team of injury-prone wide receivers could, could select him in the next round? Johnson moving to wide receiver. Is this a bold take? <laughs> David Johnson would be their best wide receiver right oh now, like God. Danny said. I like Will Fuller here as well. I don't trust he plays more than six games, but I would pick but, him. I mean, as a high upside wide receiver four at this point in the draft, I mean, I, I think we could do much worse. I, yeah. I mean, he'll it's clear that we could do – we could be taking fucking Antonio Brown here. Like, <laughs> He'll be a top ten wide receiver multiple weeks of the season. 100%. Take Hunter Henry here and feel good about your pick. Or we could take a, a – You're going to feel good with the guy that Tyrod Taylor's throwing yeah. the ball to? No, Hell thank no. You. I would much prefer Noah Fant at face value to Hunter Henry. No, I'd take Henry over him. But right here, it's, it's fuller. Though, that's what I'm saying. It's it, Fuller. I'd feel much better with a starting with with a with a capable See, tight end than I would with Will Fuller bouncing here, 35 and then nothing on my on my here, I, up. How I know what sorry. Uh here. We only I, have three wide receivers. We need to draft the wide receiver. Yeah. We need to. 
I feel like you can push it back just a bit and but there's be okay. But there's I'm a so pure drop off right after Fuller. And I'm so comfortable with Fan as my tight end one in the ninth round, tenth round that like I would be willing to take a stab at a receiver, take an upside guy like uh, Will Fuller, and then still come back on the other round and take a guy like Noah Fan. I'd, I'd I mean, rather have Fuller and Gasicki than have Hunter Henry and some other bum at wide receiver. To be honest with you, because I think there's such a fall off. The guys that I like to get have already gone. Marvin Jones is one of my favorite late-round picks. He already got taken. Antonio Brown, I love picking him late in drafts. You know what I'm saying? And he's gone as well. Antonio Brown? I'm just kidding, obviously. But John Brown, holy shit, three Browns went in the matter of, like, nine picks. That's pretty impressive. But John Brown, he's going to fall straight down draft boards. I think he'll still be fine, to be honest with you. I'd prefer him over – but we're going to go Fuller here, I think. Tyler's been voted off the island again. We're going Will Fuller. Tyler's getting butt-fucked in this video. Just look at that picture, Tyler. You're really going to deny him? He looks like a boss. Look at that. That's a fucking wide receiver. Who's gonna bend over your fantasy team and fuck you because you'll never be able to play him? Cool. DeAndre Swift just. DeAndre Swift in the eighth round. Wants Will Fuller. No one wants Will Fuller. No one wants him. Okay. Well, we do. So go fuck yourself. So at the eighth, after we went with Will Fuller, I'm gonna talk right over you. James White comes out of the board, followed by a fantasy counselor's favorite, Ronald Jones, Sony Michelle, Anthony Miller, DeAndre Swift, Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Williams, Sterling Shepard, Jordan Howard, Carlos Hyde. Look at that. Just two garbage backs back to back. Jordan Howard and Carlos Hyde. I love yeah, that. That's awful. Uh this might sound unorthodox here, but the guy I'm really looking at is it's gonna sound crazy, but I'm looking at Matt Stafford here. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I would be too, but I don't think we even need to pick him here. That's fair. Uh tight end position, grab Hunter Henry here as he falls to us again. Here, wait, look at the wide receivers real quick and the running backs, and then we'll decide. So running backs still available, garbage tree Cohen, Latavius ah, Murray, the people's sleeper of 2019, Tevin Coleman. Deontay Johnson. I changed my mind. I want John Ross here. I, really, I want Deontay Johnson. I want John. I want John Ross so fucking bad. He's gonna get Burrow, and and Burrow goes deep. He Dude, John does. Ross will be in the next six rounds. Yeah, you, you don't need to the, pick him here. John Ross in the fifteenth round for all I know. Yeah, I'd rather take. I think Robbie Anderson has potential. To be honest if with you, you're gonna do a dynasty startup. Do it now so that you can get John Ross at that kind of fucking value. My I, I mean, I know we're in a redraft, but like shit. It might sound crazy because we already have Juju, but man, I think the value on Deontay Johnson here is just insane. I don't like him better than John Ross. Come oh, on, I do. man. I do. Come You're on. fucking crazy. You're a fucking. Are we? Are we gonna? Are you batshit, man? Like dying Big Ben? Are we gonna take a? Let real- me take the wide receiver two on a team over the wide receiver three. AJ Green is still going to play. I hope and you realize that. On a team that we've John seen, ben, Big receiver. Big Ben has supported two good receivers throughout his career. Joe Burrow hasn't played a fucking game in the NFL, and you're gonna say he's gonna support AJ Green, John Ross, and Tyler Boyd? Are you fucking, you're gonna and Joe me, Mixon? You're going to take me to take Big Ben over Joe Burrow. Are you fucking high? I would take the wide, right now, I would yeah. take the number two weapon. Uh, no, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. I would take the number two weapon on a Big Ben offense and maybe the number four or five weapon on a Joe Burrow offense where we haven't even seen play. I'd, I'd prefer yet. the number one weapon in Aaron Hernandez's hand because you know that shit's a killer. So let's go with uh, Deontay Johnson here. I hate that. Oh, I love I, it. The, the thing I hate about it, though, is the fact that we do have Juju. But, I mean, you could just crazy. Fucking A. 
I mean, wide receiver five. I mean, I just think the upside. I mean, if you think about it, like, remember four fucking five years ago, remember how good Martavius Bryant was with Antonio Brown? Martavius Bryant smoked his way out of the NFL. Emmanuel Sanders in the past. Like, there's been Steelers receivers, Steelers wide receiver twos that have just performed. And Deontay Johnson, I mean, his rookie season, he had 700 yards with Benton Half, Mason Rudolph, and Duck Hodges throwing him passes. You can't ignore the upside that you're trying to hype up John Ross, who did like he had a good few weeks in the season. He had a good combine. He ran fast. Awful offense with an awful offense. Let's give him Joe Burrow and see what happens. Okay, give me give Deontay Johnson, Ben Roethlisberger. If Joe Burrow, I love Joe Burrow, but he's still going to. Let me finish. He's still got to support Joe Mixon. Still got to support Tyler Boyd. Still got to support AJ Green. Like you got to keep that in mind. Just the rookie quarterback. He's like Kyler Murray was fantastic last year. How many weapons in Arizona did he realistically keep afloat? Are you going to say that Joe Burrow's effect on Cincinnati is going to be more than Kyler Murray had last season? Yes, because I as think quarterback seven, okay, quarterback all right, by a long shot, chief. What quarterback seven fuck? in fantasy last year. You're 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 fucking batshit. If fantasy, you say. not actual <laughs> value. Wait, there. If- if you think about it, if Big Ben goes down, does, does anyone not believe that Jameis won't be the guy there? I think if J- imagine Deontay Johnson and Jameis Winston. You come in your pants if you have Juju yeah, and Deontay Johnson. For Deontay Johnson, and I can support the pick. Yeah, but even with Big Ben, I don't – see, the thing is I like John Ross. I just don't understand picking him here in the ninth round. Agreed, 100%. I mean, maybe in round 13, 14, I'm taking a stab at him. But, like, you have not – like, I love Burrow. You have not seen anything from him in the professional game to like, at all yet. Like, he's a rookie. And even, know, if, even if he's the best rookie of all time, like, Kyler Murray was the fucking quarterback seven this year. Who was fucking relevant on the Cardinals offense? Who was relevant on the Cardinals offense? Look, David Johnson, your Drake. Boy. Yeah, at the end of the season. Yeah, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Are you talking wide receiver? What are you, what are you mentioning here? In fantasy, that we're no, looking for John Ross in fantasy. He could like he's a poor man's Will Fuller. <laughs> oh like, yeah, he stays on the he stays more on the field than Will Fuller. Fucking everyone does. What do you mean he got hurt all of last season? Yeah, so did fucking Fuller, chief. So what was your <laughs> argument? They got both got injured at the same time. Like what? Just take Deontay Johnson. I'll tell oh my one. god. Let's fucking take Deontay Johnson here. Just, We've talked about this man for five fucking minutes in the ninth round. All right, so after we went with Deontay Johnson, Jameson Crowder came out the board, followed by Robbie Anderson, Kenny Stills, my boy Preston Williams, Alshon Jeffrey, Latavius Murray, Jared Cook, Brandon Cooks, Duke Johnson, Malcolm Brown, Curtis Samuel, Justin Jackson, my boy. Any picks there that were confusing? I have no clue what's going on right now, but... I'm still down to wait at quarterback and tight end simply because none are going off the fucking board. No, here is where I'd take Hunter Henry, to be honest with you, in the 10th round. Who's available, though? I mean, we can If I'm being honest with you, the value for Hunter Henry, if he is healthy, could be immense. That's fair. I mean, scroll down. The only guy, the only other, I know, I know. I'm saying the only guy, the only other guys I'd really be considering here are like Chase Edmonds. Tony Pollard, like one of those guys. But, I mean, I, I agree. Hunter Henry at this value in the draft is just insane. See, what's crazy uh, is I actually would, kind of was thinking about taking him last round, but here the value is amazing. Like, Tyler was talking about all draft. I mean, maybe three rounds ago I didn't like it, but here you have to do it, I think. I agree. I mean, again, like, as I've said, the, I personally love fan here, but, I mean, if Hunter is not too far off in my opinion. 
So, I mean, if we're going to go with Henry, I'm completely on board with it here. Yeah, it's Henry, right, Tyler? Yeah, I've been screaming it. Let's go. I, the fact that he's still here is just a clown show. I don't well, know. it's because his injury concerns is why he's, he's still here. I mean, I wouldn't even be opposed to taking Fant in a – like, I wouldn't be opposed to taking Fant next round just to make sure you lock down tight end one production. Like, realistically here, I think you got to go quarterback. Uh, I'm, looking at Matt, I'm looking at Matt Stafford, personally. I mean, quarterback five on points per game last season. He's bringing back Kenny Galladay. Marvin Jones is coming back. Carryon Johnson is going to be healthy. The upside in that offense is just going to be so tremendous. Uh, the only concern I have is Stafford's back. It is a concern. He missed a lot of the time last season. But on a points-per-game basis, again, he was number five in all fantasy. I just think he's a real sleeper. And getting him at, what, round 11? I mean, I just, I just think that's too much value to pass up. But what are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, here, real quick before we make the pick, after we with Henry, Tariq Cohen came off the board, followed by Brita, Coleman, uh, Williams, not the fucking good Williams, Jamal Williams, J.K. Dobbins, no way he gets picked in the 10th round. He was picked like nine years ago. Aaron Rodgers, Randall Cobb, Golden Tate, Cole Beasley, Deshaun Jackson. So it, when we're looking at a quarterback here, I like Stafford, but I think I would go with Lucas's quarterback one of last season, Matt Ryan. Oh, God. By the way, Cole Beasley – but um, who who are some of these other guys that were going off? They're fucking ridiculous. Um, Deshaun Jackson, Cobb, Golden Tate. I'm not taking these guys before Ross. What is this? That's insane. Well, I would have taken C.D. Lamb. I mean, he's still there. Not <laughs> oh, even mentioning the rookie shit. Judy, I mean, but we can't pick them because it's so fucked up. Like, there's no way yeah. Judy goes in the eleventh round. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So here, to me, it's between Ryan and Stafford. I hate Wentz. Tyler, your thoughts Agreed. because Danny already talked about Stafford. I, again, yeah, I prefer Stafford, but what are you thinking, Tyler? I like Ryan. Uh, I'm always a Ryan guy. Um, I like the offensive weapons around him. I like all the pieces. I'm not upset with Stafford, though. I, I love what Stafford was able to do. I really hope he comes back healthy because that, that offense can be really, really good. <coughs> it, um, it, it helps out all the teams, all the guys on that offense's value. So uh, I hope Stafford comes back nice and healthy and starts putting up great offensive numbers. Because I think he can. Uh, Matt Ryan's just a really safe floor that I'm kind of comfortable with, but I'm good with either. Yeah, the argument for Ryan over Stafford is strictly to me health. I know Matt Ryan will likely play 14, 15, or 16 games. Like, he just has his whole career. Stafford, before his back got fucked up, was just like that. But recently, his back has been flaring up. I mean, he played eight games last season. The season before, he played 16 games. But the last four games, dude was walking out there. His back was destroyed. I'd go Ryan here. No. But would you, would you hate the idea of going fan doubling down at late round tight ends and then no, coming back on the turn and taking Stafford? I, I can just get Hawkinson later and feel comfortable with that. Yeah, no, I'd rather take Ryan here and then hope Fant falls to, to me. Okay. To be honest with you. Yeah, Hawkinson and I typically that. don't go to tight ends because I don't believe you need to. But that's ah, Fant got sniped. Fant, Fant went. went. So after. Here, Stafford got sniped as well. <laughs> yeah, fuck. So, recap real quick. We went with Matty Ice and then D.D. Westbrook came off the board. Sammy Watkins, the Lizard King. Nicole Hardman. Nicole, or, uh, Nikhil Harry went, who now he has no value at all. Royce Freeman, Dallas Godert, Boston Scott, Fant, Newton, Gasicki, Janu Smith, Stafford. Now, why is someone picking... <laughs> He's got uh, Lindsay and Royce. Why is someone picking Godert over Fant? That doesn't make any sense. I don't get that at all. I mean, that's just a joke. But look at his tight end core. What is going on there? All right, uh, so. I like Godard in a dynasty because I know Earths is on a one-year deal. So I think he's going to be a tight end one for the future. But, man, in terms of a redraft, taking him straight up over fan, I just don't understand whatsoever. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I mean, I I don't take um, you know, looking at Gusecki and, and and Jonu. I would take Hawkinson over them. Uh, again, healthy Stafford makes that offense hum. It helps carry on. It helps Hawkinson. It helps Marlon Jones, Kenny Galladay, etc. Um, I, I really like Hawkinson. I, I, it's kind of unfortunate. You know, I, I always had him higher than Fant. Um, and looking at just kind of placement, I think Fant's just in such a better situation. But yeah. Hawkinson's still just an elite tight end prospect who, who, will, who will grow into a very talented guy. Obviously, sitting there on the board, you want to stack tight ends. Uh, my moves, though, here is, is John Ross, and it will be until he's off the board. Here, I mean, show me the running backs real quick. Okay, here. Uh, I, think, I like Pollard, too. I like Pollard a lot. I just think his upside, as like he's by far, in my opinion, him and Madison are by far the most valuable cuffs you can have. If you're trying to win your league, having them as your RB5 is just going to be so tremendously valuable. Have you forgot about Mike Boone? Ew. Shut up. Oh, uh, but you're, you're also forgetting about sixth-round legend Darwin Thompson, who's also still. God. Chase Edmonds, too. Yes. I love yeah. it. But I, mean, I think he has standalone value. I don't think Drake's going to be the pure 20 touch per game guy. I think he's going to be at an efficient 16, 17 touches a game. You mix Chase Edmonds into that offense for a good 8 to 10 a game. I just, I mean, that's going to be the fastest paced offense in the league. They're going to run a lot of plays. You're going to need healthy, fresh bodies in. Drake and him are going to come on and off the field. So I, like, I mean, I, a, I think, sorry, go. There's a lot of guys here who I think could potentially win you your league. Like, you, like even Justice Hill potentially could win you your league, I think. I still believe in him. I can see it. Uh, Rashad Penny, if they don't draft a running back and Carson has fumbleitis, Penny. I'm scared of Penny because of the knee. He absolutely shredded his knee the last, I want to say the second last week of the season. Uh, He's still not fully recovered. I mean, I, Penny scares me and uh, out of the handcuff options, he would definitely be like lower on my list compared to guys like Pollard, Madison, Edmonds, Hill. But, uh, I also like uh, Jalen Samuel. I mean, I wouldn't. P- I'd pick all those guys above him, but I think Samuels could also be good. Same with Snell. I agree. I mean, I think personally that the Steelers are going to end up drafting a workhorse. So Connor's going to be the one that's getting replaced because Samuels is going to yeah. provide that receiving value. I mean, what he did. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I saw that uh, the Steelers' uh, tight ends coach was actually his coach back at NC State. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's so. A- it was his running back coach, actually. I'm pretty sure. Running back coach, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, my bad. No, you're good. No, I, I had that stat in the back pocket all season last year because I was a big believer in Jalen Samuels eventually taking over that backfield. I don't really think James Conner has it as locked down as people may think. Uh, I don't think he's a good back. I mean, nothing about his, his athletic profile, about his production really, like, screams to me an elite back. I, I think that they're really in play for a guy like Cam Akers, a guy like Jonathan Taylor in the draft. I think he's good, but I just don't think he's going to ever be able to stay healthy. So right here, clearly we're looking at guys like Alexander Madison Pollard. I think Madison is most likely to get game action over Pollard because I think Madison Cook's injury history. Cook's injury history. Exactly. So I would go Madison here over Pollard, but I mean, I like that. Cause I think personally, I think Pollard would probably have more standalone value simply because of what Dallas is going to try to do on their offense. They're going to try to get him the ball in space. They're going to probably use him and Zeke simultaneously. But if you're looking at pure league winning upside, I think it's more likely that Cook would go down as opposed to Zeke simply because of the durability we've seen out of Zeke. Uh, so grabbing a guy like Madison, I mean, 
Cook goes down, he's going to be the workhorse in that offense. He's going to be a top 10 running back in fantasy. Uh, and getting him here late in the draft, I mean, I think that's a value, especially as what, our RB5? Or, yeah, RB5, especially with the guys we already have. I think it's yeah. I think it's a great pick. So yeah, I go Madison here as well. So Tyler's muted. So I think we're just gonna go Madison here. Oh, yeah, no, my move was uh, sorry. Dog's acting up. She does every fucking night. I gotta stop having her in the recording studio. My move's John Ross again. Hate me if you will. Uh, go fuck pick. yourself. Pick Madison. How? Because John Ross could fall to us. Oh, my God. oh Hawkinson would have been nice too. A Pollard oh, went. Oh, he fell to us. It's perfect. So Alexander oh, Madison. Okay. Then TJ Hawkinson, OJ Howard, Tony Pollard, Jack Doyle, TB12, Tommy Brady, Tampa Bay, Tom, Cam Akers, Adrian Peterson, Carson Wentz, Ian Thomas, Ryan Tannehill. I hate Carson Wentz, but in the 13th round, I'd probably nut my pants if I could pick that. So, What are your guys' thoughts on here? Uh, thoughts here on taking a guy like Ben Roethlisberger as a, a handcuff at quarterback? No, I would never do that. Because we're picking, we're gonna have to pick John. We're gonna have to pick John Ross. I mean, we can, I think we can get him on the next pick. That's why I'm saying. Well, that. No, but we have to pick a defense and a kicker. Oh wait, I thought there was 16 rounds. My bad. Let me just check. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So we have, so we've got to pick one guy here. I would go either another running back, like just one of those guys. Personally, that's what I would do. I think I would just go another running back. But I think Ross definitely has the upside to be like a far better player than that running back. So I can agree with that. By the way, when when I said handcuff, I didn't mean handcuff. I meant because we took Ryan, who's got his question marks, taking another option. Like yeah, when I, when I when I say handcuff, I didn't mean like oh yeah, get his backup. Like I just misspoke. But have you ever uh, seen someone do that? <laughs> like like imagine like a few years ago, some guy drafts like Tom Brady and they got Jimmy Guap on the bench, like ready to go, fired up. <laughs> that was a waiver pickup from what I remember, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it happens all the time in the Dynasty, obviously, since there's so many rounds you can pick off. So it, it's valuable to have guys like, for example, Case Keenum just signed a three-year, $18 million contract to be Baker's backup. If anything were to happen to Baker, you got the weapons there. You got him on a, a good investment of a, of a deal. So, I mean, Case Keenum would be a good value backup I'd look at in case Baker ever went down. But, again, like in redraft, there's no fucking way you're touching those yeah. guys. In my opinion, but, the fact that Baker's gotten more touches in, in the uh, NFL than Tim Tebow is a fucking clown show. They both suck. They both need to go play baseball. You got to uh, relax, man. Like, I, Baker's such a talented player, man. Like, don't – got to relax. Guys, we've been going for one fucking hour. Can we just pick right, John Ross? Yeah, fuck. All right. Can we actually uh, – this video yes, is supposed to be like half an hour. It's been an hour. Yeah, I know. We're stupid. But John Ross, Chase Edmonds, Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, Rashad Penny, Naheem Hines. Big are uh, then the fucking Big Ben. So you pick a defense. The way you pick a defense real quick, let me just tell you. You go on Google. You type in the schedule for week one. You draft the defense playing yeah. a shitty offense. That's what you do. We got an A because we are excellent. Our final <laughs> roster is Matt Ryan. Our two running backs are Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs. Our two wideouts are DJ Moore and Juju. Our tight end is old man Hunter Henry. Our flex is Calvin Ridley. Kicker and defense don't fucking matter. We got Kareem, Karate Kick, Hunt on the bench. David Johnson, Will Fuller, Deontay Johnson. Got Johnson and Johnson. We got Alexander Madison and John Ross, the sauce boss. Thoughts before we go to sleep? That team is fantastic. Like flat off the bat, right off the bat. I mean, you lock down your running back position. You got a high upside of receiver. The bench is all full of upside guys. I mean, if I'm leaving, if I'm leaving my draft with that roster, I mean, I'm just giving myself a nice little pat on the back. Yeah, like in the league, they, they that guy Ruxin, he roster baited. That's what you do to this roster. You just jerk uh, off straight to it. It's so beautiful. I love it. Too. I know. I know we're zooming through that, but like 
we never see the same number one defense go off, um, go two years in a row. It just never happens. And I think if a team's going to do it, Buffalo is so nice right now. I would, I would love to see them be the number one defense this upcoming year. Yeah, t- Tyler's nutting over our de- defense pick that I just auto-picked pretty much. <laughs> I literally just clicked the top-ranked person on the board. I was not yeah, paying attention. Here, wait, real, real quick. Why the fuck did the Patriots cut Steven Gostowski? Does that make any sense? They cut him? I thought he just retired. I didn't even fucking read the report. All right, yeah, but who gives a fuck? He's a kicker. So thank you guys all for watching this video. If at any point you enjoyed, click that fucking subscribe button. Check out Tyler and Danny down below in the description click on one of the fucking videos that's on your screen have a great rest of your day it's 2 30 in the morning i love you check my channel when you get the chance i mean uh content's gonna be coming soon throughout draft season fantasy season just buckle up fancy shaders are about to come at you yeah pornhub.com slash fantasy shaders goodbye